Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're on until 7 o'clock tonight, and then it'll be LSU men's basketball coach. The Matt McMahon Show will be on WWL and also on the Odyssey app. Uh, let's go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line. Let's go to uh, Elston in New Orleans. Elston, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Yes. Look, we're talking about the things, okay? Okay. I want y'all to um, I want y'all to remember this here and check this one out. The Saints really need a mobile quarterback. Uh, Andy Dalton is pretty good, but I want to ask you one question. Name one time this year the Saints had plays for Andy Dalton to run the ball on third and one. Name none. Third and short. None. A scramble. A scramble. And how many first downs have Andy Dalton got running the ball? Zero. Get out the pocket if he don't see nothing and make something happen. None. Oh, okay, oh, okay. The game we okay. lost to the 49ers, the game we lost to Tampa Bay, we was inside the five yard yard several times. And the dog never made a attempt to run the ball or uh, do nothing. Uh, Sitting in the pocket. Okay, uh, uh, okay. We need a mobile quarterback. Okay, Elston, we need a mobile quarterback. We need a mobile quarterback who could throw and develop like he has in the NFL, like a Jalen Hurts. You can't just have a, a mobile quarterback just to run around and ad lib. Okay, if that would work, uh, he'd have been the playoff quarterback for the Titans, Mike Malik. Um, oh, what was his Malik name? Willis. Malik Willis. They didn't even play him yeah. because he can't pass, yeah. but he can run around. Exactly. He's mobile. Okay, now, so when you look at Jalen Hurts where he's at, now be interested to see what's going to happen. And Mike thinks, and I think this too, if he could develop more as a passer like Jalen Hurts, feels with the Bears, could be that guy you're talking about. Elson, you you know right. what else? I I, I, okay, Elson, you know what else I've talked about, and that's why nobody right. can't say, "Oh, Abair don't want a mobile quarterback." What? I want Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's exactly. getting up going to the Falcons. Watch or something. Okay, so somebody, we watched Monday that Monday night. That Monday night game, he was on another level. Yeah. Quarterback got to make a decision on what he gonna do if he don't see nobody open. You got to make a decision quick, fast, and hurry. You can't just sit back in there. You ain't scrambling. I'm nothing there. I ain't saw the Saints do not one quarterback sneak. No third and short. Third and short. I ain't seen no quarterback sneaks where we can get the, at least get the spot to get the first down. I don't think plays he called. I don't understand it. So, 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 Elson, so, Elson, hey, hey, so, Elson, you would say you don't want uh, Andy Dalton or Derek Carr. Because uh, Derek Carr is more mobile than Andy Dalton, but not that much more. I mean, he could extend exactly. plays but, and all but, that. But one thing about it, Derek Carr, he will run the ball. He will run. He makes the back with those. He messes up. All quarterbacks are mess up sometimes. But at the same time, we need a quarterback. Okay, no, no one talks about Derek Carr's running ability with the Raiders. What are you smoking, Elsie? Right. Come on. Ain't nobody talking about that. Now, <laughs> Lamar Jackson. And, uh, no, no, no. Like, come on. You have to look at the quarterback and individual. I mean, uh, how they extend in plays and running. Come on. Uh, that the, okay. the, the Derek Carr okay, would not be the type quarterback you're describing as a mobile quarterback as far as making plays with his feet. 
He's not I that mean, guy. It ain't got to be Derek Carr. It's got to it's got to be somebody who we know can get out the pocket, get out the pocket and make something happen. So I, I, again, I, I, again, he got drafted by the Titans. Uh, he, he was right. at Auburn, he trans- and he went to Liberty, and he can make plays with his feet. Uh, they were lucky if he threw for 100 yards in a game. That, that Mike Malik, right? They, Malik they, Willis. They, yes. they, they, they didn't even trust him okay. when Tannehill went down, and they went with Dobbs, uh, the rocket scientist. Uh, what, what happened this year in Carolina? They, they picked a quarterback fairly early, right? Right. Came from Ole Miss? Yeah. He was – Corral couldn't run with the ball, couldn't he? He didn't get on the field. Well, he was running the practice. He got ball. hurt early, but he, he didn't get on the field. Look who he's up against. Uh, Baker Mayfield? Sam Darnold? Uh, okay. Yeah, he could run it, but, he, man, he's not comfortable in the pocket. I, I'm telling you, that's why Lamar Jackson is going to get paid, uh, even though he's gotten hurt the last two seasons because there's not too many cats like that. He was an MVP in 2019. Now, now think about that. Now, if the Ravens don't go with Lamar, do uh, you think the Ravens are winning anything? They ain't winning squat. They right. won 74% of their games with, with Lamar Jackson with, with as a starting quarterback. You, the 74 worst, The worst-case scenario for the Houdat Nation is Lamar Jackson go to Atlanta. I'm telling you. Then you got to face him twice a year, uh, I'm, and I'm, it changes basically Do you the, see the, the Monday the night game team. against the Ravens? He was Lamar, at another level. Lamar Jackson's like a different level than we were. We'll be in the back. dome, right here in the dome. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. On our Oakland Hard Jewelers Talk and Text Line, we got Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus, and Brad does uh, great work with the uh, salary cap. Brad, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Brad, uh, looking at the salary cap, uh, Saints-wise, we've seen it a lot worse. Uh, you know, I think last year, this time we talked, they were over $100 million over it, and, and I think this year it's 55 or 57 into getting that down um, should be an easier task. But until you can figure out what's happening at the quarterback spot, uh, I think that's going to tell you uh, exactly how adventurous the Saints will be this offseason, uh, possibly pursuing free agents. I think that's probably true. They obviously got started today with the restructure of Marcus May. And like you said, it won't be as difficult as last offseason. A bunch of restructures, I do think, as of today – more likely than not that Michael Thomas will be released for the post-June-1 designation. Um, but, yeah, I think it does come down to quarterback, and I think we should know about Derek Carr in, in, in the next couple of days, maybe the next week or two, um, and I do think the Saints are still very in the mix there. Now, uh, Brad, what would your take also? Uh, you could be a salary cap casualty, uh, but if they really want you around, you know, the Saints have always pushed it down the road as far as uh, we're just making it to a signing bonus. And uh, do you think maybe ten a two part question? Do you think maybe uh, I don't know when the collective bargaining agreement, uh, ba- basically at the end of this decade, uh, when that's negotiated, that teams won't be able to do what the Saints do? Because when you think when then uh, hell uh, cap uh, ways, so to speak, they're always to manipulate the cap. 
as far as just making it um, voidable years and and then signing bonus and all that uh, like they've done. And they always get ready because you have the draft and uh, you have to have the availability there. So even though they're minus 50 million, uh, whatever, uh, in the cap, uh, fans are like, oh, they've always done that. They, they could take care of that because they'll make it more into a signing bonus type thing. And the, do you think that will be addressed in the future? And also, could a player like Andrews Pete uh, be a salary cap uh, casualty? Yeah, so I don't because the, the thing about it is it benefits both players and teams, right? I mean, teams can then spend more cash in a given year than the salary cap allows. Um, and for, for players, why would you say, hey, you know, I don't, I don't want the Saints pushing all this cap down the line so they can spend more. You know, the Saints have spent more in single-year cash than the actual cap in that year probably every year for the last 20 years, right? right? So, right. <laughs> so, so, so it benefits everyone. And then for Andres Pete, I do think he's a potential option. They save about $1.4 It's not a ton in savings, but it's more, you know, for them, it's more about is he worth paying about $12 million in cash? You know, he's had these injuries. He's been, a, I think, an above-average player at guard, maybe not a great player. Um, and his contract is obviously one of the stronger ones at the position. So I do think he's probably the big name potential cap casualty for them this offseason. Now, uh, Brad, uh, now this is a little off uh, topic with the Saints. Uh, but we were talking about this last hour uh, that, you know, you see from a national perspective, you hear the Derek Carr news, you hear Jimmy G, and then obviously Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's still, uh, you know, he's on the contract with the Packers. But then you hear like uh, possibly to be able to deal him away. And uh, the only teams you hear is kind of like, I don't know, Aaron Rodgers in New-, in New York with the Jets or going to Las Vegas with the Raiders. Why not the Miami Dolphins? Why not? Because I, I look at the owners, 85 years of age. They got in trouble going after Sean Payton and, and Tom Brady. And why wouldn't you bring Aaron Rodgers considering, and then you add Vic Fangio, I think is outstanding as a defensive coordinator. Then what, what, look, two was, was unbelievable until he got hit in the head a few times, and then he's not available. Why You don't think Aaron Rodgers can make all those throws to a made plus? I mean, if you're trying to, like, one and done or win a Super Bowl, and the reason why I bring that up, you might say, well, you got to think more and build upon uh, championships like the Chiefs have done or maybe where um, the Eagles are at. But I look at the Rams. Matthew Stafford leaves Detroit. They win a Super Bowl. The Rams suck this year, but they won mm-hmm. a Super Bowl. Uh, I think he'd want to win a Super Bowl in Miami, uh, considering, uh, you know, you got to go back to the 70s. Uh, so to speak, uh, Dan Marino never won one. He was a rookie. But why wouldn't you add a guy maybe be in the hunt for a guy like Aaron Rodgers? I think it's a great point. I think we often underestimate how much owners and what they want to do matters in all these Bingo. conversations. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, look, I, I agree with you. I think you bring in Rodgers. I do think he's probably going to get one first-round pick in a trade, but, and Miami does not have one this year. But if they were to offer a 2024 first-round pick and then maybe you know a third or a second this year, I'm sure they'd be in the mix with the rest of the teams. That's a good point. I mean, they, they maybe are an underrated team where, look, you go all in to bring in Tyreek Hill and trade for Bradley Chubb and make all these moves. Why would you do all that and not also make a splash of quarterback and make yourself a true contender, potentially? And we all know, um, Bob and I, I'll, I'll talk to someone during the break who covers them. His deal is they do what the owner says. The owner wanted Tom Brady. He wanted Peyton uh, last year. It didn't work out. He got in trouble, got a first-round pick strip from him. If he decides overnight, hey, I want Aaron Rodgers, guess what? Uh, Greer and McDaniel are going to take him in. Well, yeah. 
Well, the thing is, right. the thing is, Brad, he's old like Jerry Jones. I mean, it's like the Dolphins. And, and, yeah, and the Dolphins and Dallas, they, they got to win now. I mean, they want to win that Super Bowl before it's um, all passed away or something. No, it makes total sense. Why, why would they not want to? And, and especially for him, you know, in Dallas to a degree as well. But Miami, where they've just been like right around 500, they've had some good rosters that, frankly, were always deficient at quarterback. Um, and that was kind of, you know, they used to go right around 500 and, and be a wild card team, but just not really be able to get over the hump. Um, but that would be one way to change it in a hurry. Brad, uh, your thoughts on Marcus Davenport? Um, he would make the all potential team. Now, when oh, he's healthy. Doubt. He's hell when he's he well. He is. He tilts the field. But, okay, he spends a lot of time down. He has uh, games where he, you know, you don't see him make a lot of plays. But, man, uh, that's what a defensive end should look like. And at times, he's played at a super high level. Uh, his old coach now is the defensive coordinator with the Falcons. And so, and Terry Fontenot was there when they selected him, so he understands what they have in Davenport, and that gives him an option. A lot of people are saying, you know, six to eight million dollars. I think because of potential, uh, I think somebody's going to pay him more than that uh, to sign. Oh, I totally agree. I think double that is where it starts. You know, it could be maybe a one-year deal, and that's where you get the savings. But I would, I would say it's a one-year you know, 12 to 14 range. I mean, you look at a guy like Jadavion Clowney, who, you know, similar player, super, super talented, missed some time with injuries, but still was able to get those one-year deals, one time for 12 million, one time for 10 million. Um, I think Davenport is younger and honestly is a better pure pass rusher. Um, You know, of course, one season only with more than 500 snaps, but the big thing working in his favor as well, I mean, he's our highest uh, ranked edge rusher in this free agent class as well. It's not a good class at the position. So, yeah, I think my best bet, if no one wants to do a multi-year deal, which, you know, makes sense, I have it at one year, $12.5 million. Six to $8 million, you know, I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I, Brad, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, we've talked about No, because that's just not enough of them. And also he's got a built-in edge of that team a little east of us where he's got a connection with the general manager and the defensive coordinator. Yeah, because Mr. Fontenot and then Ryan Nielsen. Uh, but, Brad, uh, speaking of the NFC South, I mean, I don't know, because I always used to make fun of the NFC East, the NFC Lease. I say the NFC South is the NFC Douth now. I mean, as it had, I mean, is this probably, when you look at maybe a decade or a dozen years, this might be the poor, poorest division in football that I've seen in a while. When you look at okay, who's, who's the quarterback for Carolina, who's the quarterback for the Saints, who's the quarterback for Atlanta, Tampa. You know, Tampa. I mean, it goes on and on. I mean, would you agree with that assessment or what? As of today, I, I really do. Um, it, it is a poor, poor division. Like you said, qu- question marks at quarterback for every single team. And then there are some talented players on a couple of the rosters. But, you know, for the Saints, really good, but kind of aging now. So can they get a quarterback in and, and win with this current group with obviously Cam Jordan and Demario Davis? You know, probably don't have much football left. And, yeah, Atlanta still has a lot of room to grow. Carolina, just you know, not quite there yet. Basically have one receiving weapon on the entire team in D.J. Moore. Um, you know, some good young pieces on defense, but, but still a couple ways away. Um, yeah, it is. It, it is. it is a poor, poor division. And I think, I will say this, I think Atlanta and Carolina both at 7-8 and eight, um, might be teams to keep an eye on for, for maybe making a trade-up. Um, to get one of those quarterbacks. Yeah, what, what about Brad, Brad. the money Carolina has cap wise? Uh, we know about Atlanta; it's uh, what fifty five yeah, yeah, plus. Yeah, they're, they're plus. But what about minus. the Panthers? 
Panthers not in a great spot. They can restructure a bunch of deals, but they're really not in a good spot. They're, they're negative as of today. They can make a few moves, and they don't have any important free agents that are leaving, so that helps. Um, but, but they're not in a great spot because the old regime just kept trying to win and, and push money down the line, kind of gotcha. like things, of course, always do. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're in the middle of the pack or so. Now, uh, Brett, uh, speaking of Atlanta and their salary cap situation, uh, I'm telling you, I, I did the radio in Atlanta. It'd be the second coming of Michael Vick. He'd be a rock star if somehow they can uh, work out a deal with the Ravens to get Lamar Jackson. If Lamar Jackson could go to Atlanta, and I, I'm telling you, I'm not saying this lightly, uh, because uh, I just know African-American players, if they're not living in Los Angeles or retiring, they're living in Atlanta. You know, I'm talking about Chris Weber. I'm looking about Terrell Owens. There were a number of players that would make their home in Atlanta. So I know Atlanta that uh, they really didn't even care about the Falcons. Uh, it was like Georgia football and the Atlanta Braves. When Michael <laughs> Vick was there, it was unbelievable. I guarantee you they're selling out uh, the Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium in Atlanta if he's there. It'd be the greatest show on turf, right? I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. And you also you have, you know, Drake London and Kyle Pitts are probably better than any receiver he's played with at any point. Um, you know, in his career so far in Baltimore, he's from Florida, so you know, is a Southeast guy. Um, so you know, I, I think yeah, that would be electric in Atlanta. I do. I think they are an interesting team to maybe keep an eye on. Look, I think Ritter doesn't Ritter is a solid player, but you know, he, he goes in the third round. I think they probably had right. a maybe a second round great on him in today. Let's just take the kid because he's a good upside, you know, high floor player. But but I agree. I, I would keep an eye on them. I mean, look, Arthur Smith had the run heaviest offense in the entire NFL this year. You bring in Lamar Jackson, and I think they could have a dynamic offense in Atlanta. Brad, uh, I was talking to Pete Jenkins today, the old-time uh, defensive line coach, and he said, Mike, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know how much money the Jacksonville Jaguars have, but if you look at how that team is pieced together, they may be a team – and he said, man, I'm – we all here, we know Doug Peterson pretty well. Uh, he, he coached uh, his high school football days, and he played at uh, at that time Northeast Louisiana. Louisiana Monroe, yeah. uh, but, uh, man, they look to be a team. If they can get a couple more pieces, and one of them today he's already applied, and that's Calvin Ridley, who was a good player with the Falcons uh, as a receiver, that that could be an up-and-coming team and who could make some major moves this offseason. I'll tell you right now, the, the futures for the Super Bowl for next year came out, and the Jaguars were, were 25-1, to 1, uh, and I already put a little bit of scratch on that. I, I really agree with you. I, uh, you know, Kevin Ridley, you know, of course we'll see where he's at, but, I mean, people forget he was a very, very good, you know, I know everyone thinks of Julio Jones was the number one and Ridley was the number two, but when Julio Jones missed time, which was pretty frequent at that time, Ridley was you know, his efficiency and production exploded, right? He he was producing at a number one level. Uh, I agree. I think they are. You mentioned defensive line. I think that's probably where they need to add a little bit yeah. more talent is along their defensive line. But it's hard to poke, poke holes in that roster otherwise. Now, uh, Brad. Okay, money's always uh, obviously uh, could be uh, motivate you wherever you're playing. But when you look at like the pressures, uh, the pressure I should say uh, playing in New York. And the media. When you're dealing with the media every week, it's like a playoff game. It's not like the normal media you'd have in Green Bay or even have in New Orleans in the South or whatever it might be. When you look at like like a Jimmy G or like an Aaron Rodgers, does that come into play? Now, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. You hear that all the time. But I'm just saying that the future quarterback, 
And the Jets have a young team, great supporting cast. If you could bring the Jets to the Super Bowl, wouldn't it be the second coming like Joe Namath? It'd be like it'd be unbelievable. Because you know, you look at the Giants and their success. We we know Eli Manning. You know, with Archie Payton, he had the right personality for New York. But think about if the Jets in this day and age would win a Super Bowl. You want to talk about like blue collar New York? It would be to me like the second coming of Joe Namath. And that's the thing, right, is that, yes, they're going to be harsher on you maybe than any other media market, but if you do win a Super Bowl for them, you're not buying a beer in New York City for the rest of your life, right? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it, it goes both ways. And I will say this, too, about Rodgers specifically. Obviously, the Jets connections make a lot of sense. Oh, look, of course, Green Bay, Wisconsin is the, the smallest market in maybe all of major sports, but that's a very scrutinized organization just because of who they are. They have fans right. all over the country. You know, so, so I think he could handle it to a degree, but – it is interesting. Like with a guy like Jimmy G, you know, San Fran, a storied franchise, but I don't think there's a ton of pressure right now in San Francisco. You know, maybe he wants to go somewhere like Carolina or something like that instead of a New York. But like you said, at the end of the day, money usually rules the conversation. Brad, give us a couple of free agents that you think are going to hit big. I'm not talking about lottery money. I'm talking about Powerball money come free agency time. Yeah, I'll say a couple that I think people aren't talking about enough. One is Draymond Jones, the Denver Broncos. He's a 3-4 defensive end, but I think he maybe could use him an even front. I think he'd rather just stick in an odd front and be a really, really good interior pass rusher. And I think people don't realize, I think you get, you know, $14, $15, $16 million a year. Um, A really good player that, to me, and not enough people are talking about. Um, And then, you know, a guy that I think is going to reach free agency now, he might not, but... Javon Hargrave, another interior defensive lineman, more of a three-tack, your traditional, you know, even front guy. Philly obviously did a lot of different things up front this year. But um, I think he's going to get like 18, maybe, you know, million dollars a year. Um, He's just that good of an interior pass rusher. And we've seen in today's football how much that matters. Now, uh, Brad, when you look at it, we look at the positive, we look at the negative. You know, you say like, oh, boy, like all of a sudden, you know, you could say uh, I'm going to be on the Jaguar bandwagon. Uh, the bandwagon I would not be on is the Cardinals. Okay, uh, they're bringing in Coach Gannon, the defensive coach with the Cardinals. Colin Murray coming off the uh, the injury. I mean, uh, the Cardinals, I, I think they're going in the opposite direction. I mean, I would be shocked if the Cardinals have success. I am with you 110%. I'm not, my thing is I'm not even sure Kyler Murray is going to play the first half of the season. I think he is going to try to get healthy. He needs to be able to cut on that leg. I mean, he, the way he plays – you don't want him limited in any physical capacity. And then, yeah, I mean, their, de- their team is just not good. They have, you know, a-, a poor offensive line. I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to get traded pretty much in about a month from now. I think he's going to get traded um, early on in the free agency period. And then on defense, Zach Allen, who, in my opinion, was probably the best defender on the team besides J.J. Watt, is a pending free agent. Byron uh, Murphy, their number one corner, is a pending free agent. I mean, yeah, I, I think they could be one of the worst teams in the NFL next year. Man, that, that, that's a mouthful. Uh, when you talk about all those guys that won't be back, and they weren't a very good team this year. Uh, <laughs> right. so, Brad, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. We'll certainly have you back on in the near future because, man, everything's starting to heat up in the NFL right now. Thanks, Brad. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Brad Spielberger, who does a fantastic job for Pro Football Focus. He's the guy that uh, handles all the money, salary cap situations, and that's such a, a big thing now in the National Football League. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Log in and listen to WWL for your chance to win Stevie Nicks tickets. That's right. You can wear a pair of tickets to see the Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Stevie Nicks. April 2nd at the Smoothie King Center. All you got to do is log in and listen. For every hour that you listen now through February 28th, you can earn an additional entry. The more you listen, the more chances you have to win. Let's go. Log in and listen and win Stevie Nicks tickets from WWL. Let's go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. Let's go to Lawrence in the Sixth Ward. Lawrence in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. What's going on, Bobby and Mike, baby? I love y'all's show, man. Good Thank to hear you. from y'all. All right, love Thank you, show, Lawrence. Baby. Y'all very informative, man. Thank well, you, oh, thanks for Mike, listening. I got I to gotta talk to you, especially you, Bobby, man. Why are y'all <laughs> okay, talk to speaking me. on Andy Dalton like he's that great of a quarterback? He's really not, man. He hasn't uh, won anything with the uh, Bengals. Oh, okay, he hasn't okay. won anything with the Cowboys when well, the Cowboys had a good team. He had talent on all those teams, yeah. and he hasn't won anything. No, he no, didn't no, look no. that good with him, man. He, 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 he's uh, a good okay. quarterback. He provides value with that. Yes. But all that other stuff, I agree. he's not winning nothing with Andy Dalton. Well, I he's agree. more consistent That's than Jameis Winston. He's more consistent than Jameis Winston. He beat out Jameis Winston in training camp, even though there was no competition. When they graded the film every day, he did better than Jameis Winston. I'm not hating. I'm not hating on anything. Listen, I wish the Saints could get Lamar Jackson. Well, what are you talking about? Andy Dalton hasn't won anything, but he brings stability. Watch Andy Dalton where he's going to end up uh, this upcoming season. You know why? He was ranked as high as number seven uh, three quarters of the season. Now he finished them 11 out of 32 starters. Garbage stats at the end of the game. I know, I know, I know garbage stats. The Saints, the, the Saints, what, they were all, the, the, the Saints didn't blow out nobody. It wasn't no garbage stats with Andy Dalton. He brought stability. What about Marquez Callaway? How about you freaking catch the ball? How about you catch the ball? How about, how, how, how about Mark Ingram? How about Mark Ingram don't go out of bounds? And then we beat Tampa right, Bay. Man. Or how about Taysom Hill? Uh, how, about Tay- how about Taysom Hill catch the ball? What? He threw three picks in that game, man. What are you talking about? The Cardinals? What, game, what, what, what game are you talking about? Cardinals. You t- you bringing up the Cardinals game. You're right, man. The dude got to catch the ball. Okay, right the, the, the pick six right. with, uh, with uh, Marquez Callaway. Now, the one in the red zone. The one in the red zone, I can tell you, I've been there before. That's Anticipation. Awesome, he has to break open. He has to break in front of the defender because you got to throw it before he's open. They now, he shouldn't have forced that. He shouldn't have forced that. Goal, I, I'm baby. telling you. Goal. That dude's not that good, man. Okay, I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying Andy Dones the answer. The Lawrence, Lawrence, started, Lawrence, 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 That's okay. Lawrence, Lawrence. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Andy Dones the answer, but the reason why he's he still going to have a job. Brand the reason why he's still going to have a job because he because he. Okay, okay. Compare Andy Dones and then compare the first nine seasons. Of Andy Dalton and Derek Carr's stats. It's like a mirror. Like you're looking into the mirror. Now, uh, you could say Derek Carr is three years younger. So, Lawrence, would you say that uh, if you're going to pay Derek Carr 34 to $37 million, that Andy Dalton's not worth a third of that? Come on. 
Now, uh, you might not win uh, anything with, 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 with either guy. But, but I'm just telling you, Andy Dalton is not – I'm not saying he's like all that, but he's better than you think because he brings stability. A lot of teams are going to look at that. I can tell you right now, you know who a team would bring in Andy Dalton? Because he brings stability. Would be the Miami Dolphins. I think they need to go get Aaron Rodgers. That'd be a no-brainer to but me I from the Dolphins. But I think plan B may be – if Tua would go down, he's just not oh. going to wait out a week or two. He's one you were talking away. about maybe a month or so. Uh, you better bring in a veteran quarterback because the 85-year-old owner, he ain't going to be happy. And, and, and Lawrence, nothing against Teddy Bridgewater. He was 5-0 with the Saints. But what did he do in Carolina and Denver, Miami? Nothing. It's whatever he did for me lately. What did he do last season? I'm telling you, out of the 32 quarterbacks, Andy Dalton was high as number seven and he was number 11. That mean you're winning anything. He just brings stability, and a lot of NFL general managers want stability. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. We're finishing up in the 5 o'clock hour here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. We're going to go back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line. We're going to go to Bottle Man. Bottle Man, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. How y'all doing, gentlemen? On All right, Bottle Man, doing good. How you been, buddy? Hey, hey, let's be grateful to be this day that we are blessed to be amongst the living and we won't see this day again again. But thank God for this day. But y'all be blessed. This is what I would love to say, man, and this is serious speaking. Kirkland, man, Kirkland, Kirkland, down here, he played little receiver this year, speedster. Put him in the backfield during the offseason so he can get some running back. Uh, you know all the players and stuff. We care. We have receivers like Lave and 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 Rashid and all these other receivers can get open. Andy Dalton could be 190 years old. Get us some offensive linemen, get some defensive linemen to stop that one, and we be straight. So we got to we have okay. We have a team for Bottom the man, time. you're talking about Kirk Merritt, uh, yes, who, who played receiver. Okay, because Kirk played some running back. Uh, in high school, played a little bit uh, also in, in college early on. He's, but he, they were working him at the running back position. Hey, Kirk could run. Kurt's got unbelievable speed. And he, he, he's no longer 180 pounds anymore, but Kirk can really kick it in another gear. they got to find a way to get him on the roster. Uh, because uh, I, what I saw in training camp, he really looked good. Really, really no, good. He, he was definitely amongst the best. Uh, that uh, given opportunity, I, I think it should be uh, a certain situation very similar to Rashid Shaheed that Mikey could take advantage of that opportunity. You know, like, once you got that opportunity, you got a flash. Okay, what did Rashid Shaheed do in that Bengals? No, he remember, more than flash. Uh, remember uh, the first two times he touched the football, he had a touchdown. Remember that jet sweep against the Bengals? Come we'll on. be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.